What is good, everybody? Today we are here with a very special guest. Um, he played some minor league ball with the Reds. He is now working his way up to get to the pros. We got Damian Henderson here. Yeah, yeah. that's right. How's it going? Good, man. How are you doing? I'm fabulous. Just out here in Utah. Just got snowed on this morning about a foot. It's great. Got to go out and shovel this morning. It's going to be awesome. Dang, that's How's why you're looking cozy. <laughs> yeah, I got, I'm, dude, I, we pay less if the heat's not on. So I'm over here like shivering. I just put some clothes on and pay less. It's perfect. Exactly. Let's go. Um, so you guys know how we start every podcast when we've got some special guests. Isaiah, do the rapid questions, get to know you a little bit, and let's have some fun. Go ahead. Let's go. You ready? I was born ready. <laughs> what is your favorite movie? My favorite movie of all time has got to be Forrest Gump, I think, actually. <laughs> okay. Nice. What is your favorite fast food restaurant? Fast food restaurant? Ooh. Oh, no, actually, that's not hard. Bojangles, baby. I'm a North Carolina really? native, so Bojangles okay. is my favorite. Really? Yeah. My, uh, I'm in Alabama, so we have Bojangles, and <sighs> my wife can't stand that. What? Yeah. What? What, it, what is that place? I've like, never heard of it. I'm from California, obviously. Of course you've never heard of it. You yeah, don't know yeah. Out there. It's chicken. Bo, Bojangles? Yeah. Yeah, dude, it's like what, a what's Cajun, Cajun chicken place. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Bowberry okay. biscuit for life, baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Xbox or PlayStation? Oh, man. Uh, I don't know. I haven't played video games. And I guess I, the first gaming system I really had was the PlayStation. So, yeah, I'd say okay. PlayStation. Okay. okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. And then uh, what superpower would you want to have? A superpower? Yeah. Hmm. Man, oh my alarm to wake up. That's funny. I <laughs> uh, see. I told you, wake up late. Uh, superpower. Goodness gracious. Uh, I'd say the power of like flight. I think it'd be super cool to fly. Like you don't have to handle traffic. You can just get where I want. You know, right. I that'd be super cool. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people. I feel like majority of our guests say that. Really? Yeah, yeah. 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 I just uh, think that's a. It's an overall like. Obviously, there's ones where you could just like transport like move really quick but flying i feel like would just be kind of fun too yeah 100 percent. you can just be like yo guys look at this and just, yeah. just, just <laughs> jump up in the air and stay still i think that'd be super cool yeah. <laughs> it's funny you guys mentioned that because there is this one like study i kind of saw on it and it was like depending on what age you are what superpower you would want to have depends on your age really so like when you're a kid obviously you think you want to like save people yeah and then when you're like an adult, like traveling is like an inconvenience for you. So like you would want to like fly or teleport. Well, when you're when you're older, you're selfish. Yeah. yeah. When you're yeah, younger, you're sense. like, yeah, I want to save the world. I want to save everybody. <laughs> and then when you get older, you're like, hey, I want what I can do best. Like I want to do something. percent. We're all just trying to survive out here. Yeah. <laughs> What's your uh, favorite music artist? Uh. I'd say my favorite music artist uh, right now would have to be uh, Jason Aldean, actually. Okay. I'm loving his music right now. Country Just guy. that rock country. Yeah. Nice. I've been okay. all up in that. <laughs> <laughs> favorite TV show? Favorite TV show? SpongeBob SquarePants. Hands down. Ooh, really? That's nice. my favorite show, That's man. a first. You can watch that. 
I just, whenever I have my breakfast, I turn the SpongeBob SquarePants. They can, I don't know, they have like a new Patrick TV show. Let me be honest, that one's not really hitting me very hard. <laughs> I'm an OG Square, uh, SquarePants guy, but we'll see. I'm going to have to check that one out. Yeah. Sweet. That's right. What is your favorite uh, sport besides baseball? Um, I'd say probably basketball. My dad played professionally for a couple years. Oh, um, and a bunch, and I have six. I have six uncles that are all like huge basketball fans and players. So like, I think two of them played professionally. One of them played for and one. Um, so like, yeah, I grew up. I'm the black sheep in my family. Like, all my family is <laughs> basketball players. I'm I was gonna say, is your dad. was your dad? I don't want to say disappointed, obviously, but like, was he kind of like pushing basketball <laughs> on you? And then, oh, it was definitely a letdown when I yeah. chose baseball for him. Dang. <laughs> Oh <laughs> <But>, yeah. <laughs> What's Sorry, the one thing you can't live without? One thing I can't live without is probably my wife. Yeah, I can't okay. live without that woman. She she makes everything possible for me. I thought I thought I was doing all right in life, and now without her, I don't know what I would do. It would be very is it difficult. is it uh when you guys how long have you been married? A little over two years. Yeah. So was it something that because I know with. You do you travel a lot and stuff? Oh, yeah. yeah With that, yeah. was it hard for her at first, or did she know what she was getting into and she was ready? Well, I say the good thing is she played college softball, so she kind of okay. knew like about the life. Yeah, we both didn't know about professional life. Obviously, it's totally different in college. I thought it was totally different for the the best, but she definitely thinks it sucks that I travel a lot. Um, but personally, I think she. Because of that background, she was doing fine. She's great. You know, she actually helps me awesome. and supports me in the way I need it. So it's perfect. Awesome. Dude, that's so cool when you have a partner who could be so supportive for you. Oh, 100%. Because I know, I feel like that's a big thing with not even just Major League Ball, but when you get to that part where you're traveling all the time, it's like a lot of these guys either don't get married because of that. Yeah. Or they do and it doesn't work because people don't realize what it takes it's hard to find a spouse that can take that, that yeah. part of life. I mean, I kind of relate it to, you know, uh, you know, like military, like getting married in the military. Yeah. Like, that's similar to that type of thing. I wouldn't, obviously those guys are doing something that's way more, you know, meaningful than just a professional baseball player. Right. You know, they're protecting <laughs> our freedom, but obviously like the difficulty of what comes with, you know, having a spouse that has that certain job. 100%. So before the next question real quick, does she travel with you or is it kind of like here and there sometimes? It depends if it de she travels with me with teams. Like when I got dropped by the Reds, I played for two independent teams. The first time I went to was uh, the Lake Erie Crushers and she went there with me in Ohio. But as far as for me traveling to games, she doesn't come with me there, but okay. From like my home base, she travels with me there. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Sweet. Yeah. And then what is uh what's your dream car, man? Oh man, that's such a good question. I a little bit of a car car guy. My dad uh built uh race engines when he was growing up, like drag cars. Okay. He, he would machine hand you have to machine the parts on those. So I grew up around some hot rods. I'd probably say like uh 2008 Ford GT. Yeah. Okay. I'd say that'd be like my ride. I'd probably twin turbo it too. I know you're supposed to keep it naturally aspirated, but <laughs> I want that thing to be a beast. So I'd probably nice. a twin turbo 2008 GT. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> and then my last question, who's the most famous person that you have on your phone? Oh, <laughs> oh do I have anybody famous? 
Uh, doesn't necessarily have to be famous, but just who's like, I guess you're just like most famous in your phone. I'd say I have one of the Darno brothers. Really? I talked to, talk to one of them. Um, uh, Which, not, is it Travis or another one? I don't remember because I talked to him. I talked to him both, but I only kept one phone number. Let me see if I have it. Right. <laughs> the, sorry, sorry, Travis. Or, yeah, my bad, boys. <laughs> if I'm throwing shade on you, oh Chase, I got Chase's. Okay, my bad, my bad, Chase. Right. I remembered our conversation. Okay, sorry. <laughs> so Chase, does he play ball? Uh, he's done. He's okay. done now. Um, he played played for a little while. Well, actually, a long time. Sorry. Man, I'm throwing so is he, shade on you. Is he the older brother? Yeah, he's the older brother. Yeah, the younger brother, Travis, is the one that's catching. But yeah. Yeah, Sweet. he's a cool guy. Love Chase. He was yeah, he was so great like, for me and like mentally when I was especially when I first got to like professional baseball. I actually reached out to him as a hitter. Um, because, oh, sweet. you know, I had the physical ability to hit, but it's I've come to that point in the professional hitting is just mentality. I mean, you're just getting up there. Just There's a whole lot to that that I didn't understand. And he was a great, you know, resource for me and stuff like that. He was going to have me come out there and hit with him and all kinds of stuff, but that didn't work out. But yeah, that's the famous, awesome. famous guy, I guess. I got my phone, so. <laughs> that's that's um, awesome, bro. So let's get into this. I'm excited. Like, I don't know. I feel like this is like my first pod where I'm like, I want to end the rapid questions and like, I want to talk. I just feel like I have so much to talk about. Let's um, do it. All right. So you kind of, we talked a little bit before the pod, but I kind of want to get into it real quick. Let's start with like your story. Like, yeah, you know, when did you realize that this is something that you're taking seriously? Um, yeah. And then at what, like what point you said something about your dad being a basketball player and everyone else being basketball. When was that when you like told him, Hey, I'm taking baseball yeah. and not basketball. Exactly. And like, just kind of, I just want to know, like, give us a little bit of your story real quick. Yeah, sure. So, um, funny story too. My mom was also a professional softball player. So it was like, <laughs> oh, she, was, kinda, she loved it. Yeah. So mom was all for it, baby. She was like, <laughs> yeah, let's go. No more basketball. But, let's go. Um, grew up watching my mom play. That's kind of where my love for the sport came. Like my mom would be balling she was like playing like four or five games a week um she played tournament a ball and slow pitch and she was a pitcher um but I was just doing that all the time that's all I grew up with uh played baseball for a little while um was pretty good could throw the ball really hard and that was really about it I was that kid that nobody wanted to play catch with and just because I just <laughs> threw super hard and uh but I wasn't very developed. So I wasn't very good, to be honest. Like I, I sucked, but I did have some skill. And around 13 years old, I tried out for a baseball team and the coach pulled me off in the middle of the tryout to help him with the tryout. So I thought I made the team. I thought it was like super cool. I was like, man, we have to finish a tryout, bro. Like I'm that good. Let's go. And after the tryout, he came up to me and my parents and he goes, Hey, um, you're not good enough to make the team. I pulled you because I needed help with the tryout. So you're not going to make the team, but you can stay around if you'd like. Wow. And rushed me. Absolutely crushed me. It was, I'm surprised there wasn't a brawl because my, my, obviously parents are like, well, you're seriously going to do that to my child. Yeah. I was going to say like, right. Oh my 13, goodness. Remember when you're 13. So that's at that age where you kind of, I don't know. I feel like you're going through a lot. You're understanding really what's going on. And yeah. then you also have two parents that are professional athletes or were professional. 
and they tell you yeah. you're not good enough, you're like, oh. Yeah, it was okay. it was definitely a gut punch. That's for yeah. sure. It was wow. that was something else. But yeah, exactly what you're saying. Like I could finally comprehend. You could start like you're starting to realize your situation, and to yeah. get that as so something I like, that I really enjoyed. Yeah, I feel like before, like when you're you know eight, nine, ten, someone says you don't make the team, you're kind of like, oh, well, I'm gonna go home and play video games. Like, all yeah. right, cool. But then when you hit that age of like 13, 14, you're kind of like, this is if this is what I want to do, and you don't yeah. make the team, you're like, man, like, yeah. Maybe yeah. I shouldn't play baseball anymore. Yeah, exactly. And that's kind of what happened, actually. So yeah. I play so I played baseball and basketball all the time. Um, my dad looked at me and he was like, Hey, you have a choice here. You can either like let this like end you in your baseball career. Like you can do whatever you want. Like it's your life. Or you can use this as like fuel, like perseverance. And for two years I didn't play baseball after that. It crushed me. Like I didn't play baseball from 13 and 14, almost 15 years old. I played basketball, majority basketball. And I was so bad. (laughs) (laughs) I was so bad. My dad was my coach, you know, total, total coaches kid plays every game, even though he sucks so bad, like that whole (laughs) thing. And over time, it just kept eating me alive. Like, man, I am not playing the right sport. Like, and, um, I, I revisited those memories. I was in my room for like three days. My dad didn't know what was going on. He goes, what's going on? And I was like, I just remember that coach telling me that I sucked. And as soon as I came out of my room after that third day, I was a different dude. And it was like, okay, fine. I'm going to be in the bigs one day. And it's funny enough, I had that guy's address, the coach that, that told me that. So when I make it to the bigs, I'm sending them tickets. I'm sending them yes, season sir, tickets. Yes, sir, you got so to. I'll fly them out anyway. Because I technically, I owe that guy a lot. You yeah. Know, yeah. Even though it's a harsh thing to say, like he ignited my fuel for me. But yeah. Um yeah, that was kind of like my my start, I guess, on that side. A Carolina boy. I grew up in Goldsboro, North Carolina for 10 years, live with my grandparents, then moved to the big city of Raleigh, North Carolina. Maybe y'all know that area. Yep. Um played there, played a little bit of high school ball, um, actually transitioned to ho- homeschool, actually. Um, I figured out that. I was in school for like seven hours a day and then doing three hours of homework. And I had a really hard time figuring out my schedule in that area. So I went home school. It was only four hours of school a day. I could get all the stuff done. And actually also got my associate's degree in high school at the same time, only doing four hours a day. Kind of crazy. And trained six hours a day for baseball. So um, yeah, where, where else should I go? Uh, Who is training you for baseball? Who was training me? Yeah. Um, his name was Dan Kapitsky. He runs a an academy called K Zone Academy. Right now, uh, COVID killed his business. He couldn't keep his couldn't keep his building for that long. I was Damn. with him for like twelve years, like wow. crazy. And COVID just—I mean, nobody wants to come in person, you know. And what is training? You got to train in person. So exactly. And then if you have only a select few of people that can come. Obviously, you can't charge them like six grand. Yeah. To, to keep the facility alive so that died now he does an online program but um yeah i trained him trained with him since i was like 14 like around there right when i was kind of like getting done with basketball (laughs) and uh and and playing baseball but yeah trained that i mean all all that train was just explosiveness that was really about it didn't really like do weight room things um threw balls hard swung hard through like med balls hard explosive rapid drills it was all just developing explosiveness i guess um 
So I guess that's kind of, I'm an explosive athlete in that sense. <laughs> nice. That's where, nice. I guess where that's the gas comes from. Just being a guy that can hop in a mound and throw 95. That's just, just from developing at a young age, just throwing, trying to throw the ball as hard as you possibly can. So, um, um I believe before you mentioned something, um, this is before we started recording that you were yeah. a left fielder. Yeah. Started just pitching one day. So kind of go into that. Yeah. So, uh, I, I kind of pitched a little bit in high school. I was supposed to go to um, Brigham Young University as a pitcher. And I had, it's funny. So I didn't tell you guys this. I had three elbow surgeries in high school. Oh yeah. my God. Hey, yeah, on your had, throwing arm? Yeah, my left arm. I had Tommy hey. John. And then um, there were some complications with that that they had to go back in and fix. So four months after my Tommy John, I had a second surgery. And then after the complications of the second, well, they fixed, they fixed the complications on the second surgery. I still couldn't throw. And I'm like, what is going on? Like my arm is like numb while throwing. Like, this isn't like good. I came out to Utah and had a lady work on me. And after the third surgery, I fixed it. Funny story. Two months after that surgery, I threw a ball 102. But uh, yeah. okay, I want to yeah. know something. I want to know something. Yeah. 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 I heard yeah. About Tommy John surgery. Yeah. So, before you get the surgery, like yeah. when you're throwing normal, is your arm hurting? Like no, your arm, so your arm's fine. Yeah. So I had numbness. That's it. I didn't have any arm pain. I've I've never really had like arm pain. Like obviously, as as I've learned as a pitcher with the Reds, your arm doesn't feel good. <laughs> yeah. Like you're literally trying to throw your arm off your body, and I was trying to understand that feeling. And at the time, I thought it was pain, but it's not pain. It's just. But anyway. And I was in school, these I, these three fingers would go numb. So, like, the first inning, I'd throw, like, 90-92, throwing flame as, like, a sophomore, throwing just because I could I could throw the ball hard. And then the second inning, I was throwing, like, 85. And the third <laughs> inning, I was throwing, like, 78. Gotcha. And they're like, what in the heck is going on with you? And I'm like, yeah. I don't know. These three fingers are numb. And dumb kid is, you know, me, I thought, like, oh, I mean, I'm throwing the ball hard, like, the blood's running into my fingers. You know, when you sit on the toilet too long, your leg is going numb. Yeah. It's the same thing. Like, you know, yeah. I'm like, oh, it's, it, it'll be fine. No, it, that was not fine. No. So no. so after Tommy John surgery, once you kind of recovered and everything. Yeah. The feeling when you throw, is it is it weird? Is it better? Do you feel like 10 times better? Do you feel worse? I've always wanted to know, like, for instance, like, I know Dustin May went through yeah. Tommy John, came back, and he's killing it. But I've also seen people that yeah. go through Tommy John and come back, and they're just completely different. Yeah. So, yeah. How did you feel after? I felt way stronger. I guess okay. if that makes any sense. Um. Yeah. Like it. I never really focused a ton on proper like muscles and proper strength in the arm. I just focused on being able to move a certain way. I kind of relate it. You know, when I teach kids about their pitching, like I was a race car that didn't have very good brakes. And so I was an F1 car that would try and go around a corner at 180 without good brakes. That's not going to do a very good job. Right. Yeah. And so finally, like I was put in a position where I got turned into like a little go kart where I could work on my brakes and then slowly build the race car back up, but have like amazing brakes from gotcha. obviously physical therapy. I, I didn't throw a, I did not. I did not throw like hard for 22 months. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Because that's how long it took for me for all three surgeries to recover. Yeah. 
Un- right. Unreal. Didn't play. Didn't play baseball in junior year or senior year of high school. Nothing. That's yeah. like a huge fear of mine to like, because I'm a catcher. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like throwing people down, and I also can get on the mound and pitch. Yeah. But I don't throw hard. I'm like 65, 70 poo. Hey. So like I'll, so I'll be like trying to throw like sidearm and submarine just so I yeah. can be like a little bit more deceptive. Yeah, like, yeah. Dude, like. I remember pitching one time and my arm just like went numb. My elbow went numb and I was scared for my life. Like, yeah. how did you feel? Man, that's, uh, I guess I, I obviously I shook it off a lot, but yeah, when, yeah. I, when I found out what that was straight fear, like, like, wait a minute, there's something in my elbow that's like stretched out. My, my UCL is stretched three millimeters, which is called a grade three. So it wasn't totally torn. It was just stretched like that much further than what it should be. And that causes elbow subluxion. Actually, funny, I have a, uh, I'm one class away from my bachelor's in kinesiology, which is exercise science. So I can give you a little bit of like there you detail. Go. Let's go. That's right. That's so funny. Fine. I haven't been able to do it. Professional baseball is making me not able to do it. I have to, I have to be, well, uh, going back, we'll, we'll get there eventually. Yeah. Right college, but um yeah and it's not good it just causes a lot of major swelling and problems is swelling is really bad with the nerves that's why my nerve was going numb my ucl was not able to keep my joint solid and so it caused swelling and it put pressure on the ulnar nerve and that's why my fingers went numb. so my thing so my problem is i i pl- i catch as well i uh, yeah i'll play infield we have a catcher like I said, it's an adult league. It's not yeah. anything insane. So we have a catcher that's been there forever. So I let him catch. I'll play infield. Yeah. Um, but when I can get on the mound, I'll throw like one solid inning, bro. And then my arm's like, yeah. uh-uh, like you're done. <laughs> but my thing is. He doesn't stretch though. That's the thing. I was dude. Just like, say, so, he so my thing is I've never, I guess, always, just so that I was always, when I, I didn't play high school ball. I played up until yeah. high school, got into other stuff. Regret, yeah. wish I played, but I didn't. Um, so when I was younger, obviously, I feel like when you go out, you don't care about stretching, or at least I didn't. I was like, I'm young, I'm good, like, cool. <laughs> then right, now right. I'm 26 years old, and when I go out and throw, I still feel like I have that mentality of like, I'm good, yeah, yeah. And when I start throwing, and after I come <laughs> home, I'm like, dude, dumbass, <laughs> like, and I just, but what I don't understand too is I don't know what kind of things I need to do. Yeah. You know, to get my arm to that point. Cause I'll put it this way too. Last year we play about two and a half months and then there's this tournament at the very end after that, that whoever wants to play can play. Right. That tournament, I threw seven innings. Never do that. I never do that. But Whoa. I was going for three months and I feel like by then my arm was like good. Great to go. Yeah. Um, so I want, like, I'm just trying to figure out why my arm felt so good then, but, like, we had practice yesterday. I threw 10 pitches, and I was like, I'm done. Done. You're gassed, yeah. Your yeah. arm's like, no shot. Am I going to be able to do this, homeboy? Yeah, and... like, put me back in the holster, please. Exactly. And I, I throw, like, <laughs> I throw, I know I'll throw hard. I throw probably 70 to 75 if my arm's feeling good. And I just – Kind of like what you were saying. I feel like first inning, I go out there, I'm like throwing, you know, hard. Like you're just throwing quick, a mass BB. Yeah. yeah. And like <laughs> in this league, 75 is not bad because a lot of these guys are throwing 60, you know. Yeah. I'm not looking terrible. And then you put me in next inning, and I feel like it's like, you know, a little, 
little I'm just lobbing <laughs> the ball in there. And I just little rainbows. Yeah. So I just what do you what's like your I guess your pregame or like what do you do before a game to get ready? Um I do a lot actually. Um there are some guys like when I was with the Reds, there are guys that could just I don't know, man. Like they were always Latino guys. I don't know how they do it. They wake up, they grab their glove and they do this, like, all right. Okay, 99, 99, 99. Like, really? they, could, they could throw, like, 100 of them. And playing catch was, like, amazing just to watch, just the, yeah. the noodle arm. But me, like, you know, I have a specific process based that's built on my Tommy John surgery and all those things, um, I guess. Like, first thing I do when I wake up in the morning is I go through, like, a 15-minute stretch routine, mainly with thoracic and hip mobility. Hip mobility is the number one um, – uh, what's it called? Is number one. Uh, uh, I'm lost for words. Anyway, if you have bad hip mobility, it's the number one reason why they have Tommy John surgery. Okay. Did you know that? I did not know that. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to send me that. Yeah, it's a. It's a. Um, Driveline did this research, and it was like, is the number one. Again, I'm lost for the word <laughs> that I'm looking for, but like reason, I guess. For guys having Tommy John because it doesn't allow you to be able to have the power output from your lower body to your upper body efficiently. Makes so your sense. upper body has to overcome and compensate. So and I feel usually, like, I yeah, feel like yeah. that's kind of my problem is yeah. <laughs> no, like for reals, I feel like I could throw harder. Yeah. I know how to do it. Yeah. I exactly. Like I, rely, I rely so much on my shoulder and elbow and everything that if I learned how to use my legs more in my lower body, that I would probably get a little bit faster. Yeah, I could, I could vouch for, for Jordan right now. He's like 5'2", yeah. but he could kind of throw the I'm ball. I'm not 5'2", dude. 5'2"? <laughs> I'm not 5'2". Hey, it's short King Summer, so it's okay, all no, right? I am, I am shorter, though. I'm 5'7". <laughs> um, but I just I, – I feel like you could see it when I throw. Like, I don't – Yeah, no, use... like, behind the plate, like, when he's on the mound, it it's firm. It's a firm fastball. Yeah, it's got like, it's exactly. – you know when, when the guy's pitching, it's like, oh, it's 92, but it looks like it's 96. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's Jordan right there. He's got a good ride. He's got good. He's got a good fastball spin. Yeah, for spin sure. Yeah, I just, I just wish I could. You know, I want to. If I could hit eighty, I'd be like pumped. Because I'm obviously I haven't played. I didn't play for ten years. Then I started playing again. And yeah. if I could hit like eighty, that'd be sick. But I just don't know how to do that. You'd be surprised, like especially with the kids that I work with. Um, like how fast you can gain velo, like pretty quickly, like within like a month or two, um, specifically not even focusing on like the arm, just like how your body moves, like how, how you can get yourself in like a positive like position to be able to throw, I guess, correctly. Everybody, everybody throws different ways. I'm the yeah. coach that's kind of like, you know what, what do we want to work on? And they're like, I want to throw the ball harder. I was like, okay, let's get in the bullpen next week. When's the last time you threw? you threw yesterday or two days ago okay let's work the workload just make sure you're not overworking and that's also why you felt better at the end of the year probably because you had a pretty solid workload built up you know yeah. you're throwing all the time all the times so your arm is ready to take it but in the beginning of this season you threw 10 pitches your workload's nothing yeah you know <laughs> what you've been doing you've been doing daily life and you haven't been like throwing <laughs> a ton you know that's yeah. exactly what happens to me i mean let's see i started throwing two months ago or a month ago, somewhere around there. And I threw just like play catch. I threw like 70 throws. And the next day, my arm was hanging. But I threw less than like 70 miles an hour. And I'm a guy that can throw the ball mid 90s plus. Yeah. So, like 100%, like the gotcha. build up and 
and working on the hip mobility. It's funny. I, uh, I, I weighed 255 pounds last year. I was thick. I was a big boy. Six <laughs> one. So I look like a tank. I look like the, a barrel, you know? Yeah. And, and uh, my trainer uh, was talking to me and he was like, his name's Evan Parker. He's our pitching coach. Um, he was like, Hey man, we need to lose some weight. And he was like, you need to lose it because it's causing you to not be able to get in the good position to be able to consistently throw hard. Anyway, I lost 30 pounds. So now I'm 225. Yeah. I'm trying to get down 10 more, 215. And ever since then, like losing all that weight, bro. Oh my gosh. Like my hips have gotten a lot better. I can finally like touch the ground with my hands for hamstring. <laughs> like nice. I haven't even like worked on it that much. I just lost weight. It's been super weird how that kind of works. But I mean, the people around me are all pretty smart, you know? And yeah. That's so going, yeah, going yeah. on yeah. the losing weight though, like yeah, is yeah. there – do you have like a team i guess that like helps you with that like My like wife. meal prep <laughs> wife yeah that's that's one right there so like was she doing all the meal prepping for you and like no she was like my accountability partner oh uh, okay yeah she, she was like you, you would go get some taco bell she'd be like no <laughs> yeah <laughs> i have no. taco bell 100 like i i for i haven't so there have you ever i guess you guys like are there where you said you were where are you at uh isaiah you said you're in california yeah right? i'm in cali where are you at are alabama. You in, you're in alabama do either of you guys have like a like a cookie place like a famous like place that uh, has yeah. like designer cookies crumble cookie crumble crumble, crumble. yeah crumble. We have insomnia cookies which is a place that stays open really late but they're super good yeah 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 same so go yeah and so that was one of my favorite places to get like snacks i get like a box of those a week like oh, just yeah. four cookies and i cook and I cut them up into like eights, and I'd have like one slice. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Every time I, I ate. I should do that. I should yeah. do that. Because we, we go to get crumble cookie, you can get like the four pack, and yeah, those yeah. are gone in two days. But yeah. I think that's smart is you can cut them up like halvesies, because they are big. Cut them up half. Jordan, half Jordan, you're supposed to cut the cookies. You are? Yeah. The, no, so you're the, not. The, you're not. The, you're just the making intake, me look bad. The, if you look at the <laughs> calories on it, dude. If you look at the calories on it, See, it's not think, for one cookie; it's for one fourth of the cookie. But it's this—it's the same. Did you know thing. that? No. Hold on. It's yeah, the same look it up. thing. If I eat half a cookie a day for a week, or I eat one cook or two full cookies in two days, then I don't have anything for five days. It really comes out to the same. <laughs> it's true. This is true. It's just yeah. not so many calories at once, but yeah. I'm gonna have those calories no matter what. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, and that's just the tough part. Like, and and losing the weight for me was just eating cleaner. Like, I'm still eating a large amount of calories because I don't want to lose the muscle mass as I'm working out. Um, I'm eating around like four and a half thousand calories a day. Um, pretty solid, but not like a ton. Like when I was when I was you young, you say forty five hundred calories. Yeah, forty five hundred calories a day. That's crazy. Before, before you guys, man, I wish I I should have brought my I should have took a picture of my breakfast. I had a I have twelve pieces of bacon. Usually it's around like two pounds of bacon, and I usually and I just make that puppy. And then I have a bowl of blueberries and oranges that has like my antioxidants and my vitamin C. And vitamin C is the only way that collagen can catalyze inside your body. Like you need vitamin C in order for your body to absorb collagen. And then I have a bunch of, um, actually I might, I should be sponsored by these guys, but, <laughs> but oh, nice. these like supplements, if you've ever seen anything like this, okay. hella expensive. 
hella expensive, but so good. The best stuff they make. Um, I won't fail a drug test taking stuff like that. And then usually I've been skipping carbs recently. That's how I've eliminated the body fat off my off me off of me, as I've just had like protein and fats. That's it. I've eliminated carbs. Um and I'll have like an avocado like mashed up um with some like uh with like uh with what? Usually I'll just sometimes eat that. With like just some like some spices in there. My wife's Italian, yeah. so she knows all about them spices. You know, I grew up. <laughs> I just grew up in the Cajun spice, it was salt, pepper, and a little bit of Cajun spice. That was it. She's got all the oregano and all this yeah. stuff that she throws <laughs> all up in there. And uh, yeah, that's that's just breakfast. And the breakfast wow. is usually around like fifteen hundred calories, like around there. That's yeah. crazy. Man, I was I was eating a whole pack of bacon when I was eight, dude. I love that stuff. It's so good. <laughs> so good. <laughs> so um I want to get a little bit more into what you're doing, kind of like what you're doing now, but also so we'll kind of do let me ask you this. How was yeah. how's the MLB draft? Oh man, it was it like, was crazy. What's so... the experience of that? Because so if you didn't know, we just talked to Max Clark a couple weeks ago. Oh. Oh, that guy, that guy's definitely, you're definitely going to get a lot of draft talk from that dude. That dude's going to be going high for number sure. Number one prospect, like he's killing it, but he obviously hasn't gone through the draft. So, yeah, yeah. Um, I want to know, like, what's that like? Yeah. So, the year that I went, I was a junior at Cal State Bakersfield. And uh, this was in 2020, actually. Right when they sh- right when they shortened it, so Dang. I was doing really really well that year as an outfielder. I was talking to a couple teams. Obviously, like you don't really know if you're gonna get taken. I wasn't like a top like 200 prospect, so I didn't know that I was going. But, but from what I was being told, I was supposed to be around the 15th round, like around there, um, specifically by the White Sox and the Twins. Okay, um, and it was going really well. They shortened the draft, bro. That was unreal i had a couple teams reach out to me and they're like hey like if it would have been normal we could have taken you but we can't wow they're like they're like you have the skill of the guys we want to take but they're all 18 and they're all top 50 guys that you know statistically if we took you over them we'd look like an idiot even though we believe you have the skill to do it it's just that's just business so i was gonna ask you so let me ask you this yeah in that in that industry, yeah, it is entertainment. It is you know a big industry. Yeah, you just said something about you had the skill. Were you older than everyone or younger? You're older, huh? I was older than everyone so, by like two years. So wow, just two years. So mm-hmm. that industry, I don't want to say, I don't want, I don't want to say this not bad, but like, yeah, obviously it's an entertainment and it's they they have the business and money side of it, right. You had the skill level of these guys, but they didn't take you because of the younger. Is that just kind of how this industry is? Like, if you're, I don't know how to say. It. Obviously, they have you. They have two years on you. So yeah, I got, I got you. I got you right here, Jordan. You ready? You want to hear yeah. it? Yeah. Okay. So here's the two things that you usually get signed on. One that you played really well for a long time. You have a solid track record. Or two, you're young. And you could have a solid track record for a See? long time. Yeah. That's why those are the two things. And I was the in-between guy. Yeah. I was the older guy that didn't have much of a track record, only one year of a great track record. So they're like, uh, 
<laughs> so you either have to be like 20 years old or 21 and absolutely just dominating. Yeah. Or young, killing it. Obviously, maybe not the best, but you have that potential once you get there. Right. In the five-round draft. In the 20-year yeah. rounds, you got a little bit more leeway. That's the back end. You'll see guys that are more of those in between. Um, obviously I don't really know Max Clark that well. Obviously, I see him all over Instagram, everywhere. <laughs> he was hitting tanks everywhere on Instagram. No, he's, so he's like killing it. And I think he said something about he might be projected number seven, but he also wants to go to college. So yeah. he has some big decisions to make. Yeah, Vanderbilt, um, right? I'm just yeah. crazy that I know where that dude's committed to. That's unreal. Like that's dude, I don't know if you asked me when I was young. <laughs> I don't know if you listened to that pod, but he was committed at what, seventh grade? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's pretty cool. But um but yeah, I uh I wanna know. So obviously the draft was like you were saying, um, shorter that year. Yeah, yeah. So, did you get did you get a call saying like, "Hey, we we want you"? Do did you get? How does that work? Yeah. So, um, technically, they can talk to you like before. They can call you and say, "If we take you in this round, will you say yes?" And it was funny. So, I was preparing for going out. So, I was throwing in a sim game during the during the five round draft. Well, they had the first round the first day. And then, like, the second and third round, the second day, and fourth and fifth, and then consolation pick. But in the second day, so the second and third round, I was like, I'm definitely not going first round because I'm nobody knows who I am, obviously, and nobody really knows that I'm good. Um, at least that's what I think, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a little biased on that side. Yeah. Um, gotta be, man. Gotta be. Show yeah, that confidence. Confident, got confident versus cocky. But um, that's, bro, I'm so yeah. glad you said that, dude. Yeah. I, yeah. I live by that, dude. Yeah. I live 100%. by that. I mean, if you can be cocky and rock with it and not have any problems in life, go good for you. But most of the time, like, I've seen that when cockiness can have a tiny bit of negative impact around yeah. others, as specifically in your interactions with other people. And sometimes, you know, especially a guy like me, it's, other people that can help me get achieve my dream. I can't do it by myself. You know, mm -hmm. some guys can do it by themselves and therefore they're allowed to be cocky just because innately that's how it works. Yeah. But yeah. So I was throwing a sim game uh, on day two of the draft and my phone was ringing and my dad was like, Hey, it's so-and-so. And, -so. and it, I was like, crap. And I was like, I told the hitter, I was like, hey, I need to take this call. <laughs> and he's like, we're in the middle of an at-bat, bro. I'm like, one, two. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I got to take this real quick. <laughs> yeah, you got to. Like, I'll strike you out later. I'll strike you out later. You got to drop yeah. what you're doing. And it was, it was all the phone calls, just the letdowns. Just like, obviously, I was excited. I had a hopes, you know. And they're like, yeah, you can't. And um, after the draft that's when I got a lot more phone calls of like free agent deals because they signed so many free agent guys. And that was me. Yeah. They were like, we want, we would love for you to sign a free agent contract. Um, what do you, and then blah, 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 blah. All that stuff works out. Um, none of them want to take me because of my age, just because that's just how it works. Um, eventually the reds, I had a contact with them. Um, uh, Kyle Body, you remember you guys know who he is, the uh, driveline owner. Yeah, I, yeah. I believe um, I, I've heard of him. Yeah, he uh, he became the pitching. I remember if it was pitching coordinator or development coordinator, something something that involved the Reds at a high level, and I knew him well from being young. And he's like, "Hey, have you gotten picked up yet?" 
And I was like, no. And he goes, okay, throw a bullpen. Um, he's like, your hitting is pretty good, but throw a bullpen. Don't, don't throw any slower than 94 miles an hour and have a slider that's 3,000 RPM, and we can pick you up. And I was like, okay. I didn't even know what any of that meant. But I, I, had a, I, bef- I didn't know any of that meant before I got to the Reds. They put a rap soto up, and I was in Utah just throwing bullets at this <laughs> sophomore who was, who was actually a pretty good little catcher. He caught everything. And then uh, three days later, the, uh, the Reds sent me a contract. Yeah. And All right. Like, so here's your free agent deal. Now I got some good questions for you. Yeah. Yeah. So if you can't answer it on the podcast, tell me. Yeah. Yeah. What is, <laughs> so did you get, do you get, does everyone get a signing bonus? Um, yes, I guess. I don't think I've ever heard anybody not getting a signing bonus, but okay. I do know the signing bonuses is capped at 20 K. They used to cheat before. So like Wait, they used every to signing away. bonus, the max you can get is 20 K. It's 20 K. Yeah. It's 20, 20 grand. Usually. Really? I mean, obviously there are certain ways that clubs can obviously go around that. And they have for a little while <laughs> until like 2021 where they got like, like, um, like, uh, I didn't, I wouldn't say caught, but they kind of got like, uh, I really, it's a little heinous to say, but <laughs> someone saw something. Yeah, somebody saw something and something got adjusted where that couldn't happen before. <laughs> so, uh, so when you got signed, where do you start? Like, uh, you sign it. Well, uh, you start in rookie ball. Well, technically, you don't even have to start there. Um, they send you to. I got sent to extended spring training because I got signed after spring training, and so I was in extended. Um, and they were just trying to figure out like who I was like what what can this guy do like we just paid this guy like there's so much behind the scenes that people don't realize so like growing up I was like you know you have single a double a triple a pro ball but then there's like rookie ball there's I think there's one more before single a uh they've changed it now now it's called complex league so it's complex league low a high a double a triple a bigs and then from what I'm hearing because you guys just did you guys just see how they raised the minimum for all players? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. So there's word on the street. You didn't hear this from me, but they're gonna get rid of low A and high A. They're gonna combine them into one team. So they're gonna only have complex A ball, double A, triple A bigs, just to compensate. That's why they cut a bunch of guys. That's the reason why I'm not in the Reds organization right now. You know, obviously I didn't perform that well, but they only gave me a year and a half, two years. A guy that throws mid upper nineties you know, as I've been told, would get more of a chance if yeah, they didn't I, have to raise the cost of all the players. Mm-hmm. You know? I feel like I've heard this in the past of, like, when it comes to the bigs, if you could throw heat, like, 95, 96, 97, yeah. you got a good shot. Yeah. Like, you obviously need to throw strikes, but, like, yeah. you don't have yeah. to be the absolute best pitcher to make it if you can throw heat. If you're yeah. throwing, you know, 90, then you got to have something special about you to get there, I feel like. Right, you gotta have a three, four pitch mix. Yeah, you gotta be, a, you gotta be a pitcher. You gotta be great at location. And so, there are guys that do it. I mean, there's a guy. His name's uh, Evan Kravitz. I think is his first Evan Kravitz. He pitched for Israel actually in the WBC. He's a six foot, humongous man that cool. throws like ninety, ninety two. I think he hit three. He throws, he throws hard, but he doesn't throw ninety eight. But the dude's got. 
three or four great pitchers, I, I'm pretty sure. I mean, Evan, you, you can text me if I'm wrong, but um, <laughs> like, and he dominates. He's a great pitcher, you know, solid pitcher, stuff like that. Or you got the guys like, um, I wouldn't say a role as Chapman because that guy throws strikes too, but you got the, we had a he guy. He just recently started doing that. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Started, he, he threw flame, but we have, we have a guy when I was with the Reds, he just, he didn't even really have an off-speed pitch. He just threw 101. <laughs> That's all he did. Um, and, and he was blow doors off. And that's crazy. But, um, so I've heard this too. Money. Yeah. When you get when you start playing ball in the yeah. low, you know, ML uh, like single A, below that, whatever, you are making little to nothing. Yeah, yeah, I make. Uh, well, when I was there, I was lucky that they actually installed housing for us, so we didn't have oh, to pay for nice. housing. So I guess I don't really have a true view of you know not having any money whatsoever um actually i'm having less money independent ball because i have to pay for my housing because we were staying with our family but you know it's when you're married it's time to like you know like move on with life yeah (laughs) so i have no money right now but when we were in the minor leagues um you know they were helping us with housing so we had money like it was it was in in, it was i was so grateful for them for that because when i was there they announced that like right before I got there. So like we didn't have to pay for housing and it was, it was such a great like situation. And my wife was working too. Like some guys are on their own, like, you know, and they, and they live off their signing bonuses, you know, not me. Like I bought my wife's ring with my signing bonus. Nice. Nice. You know, smart man. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So when you get to that point, yeah. What is like, is there a, is there like a, a, do you have to, not necessarily you because your wife was working, but in general, I feel like you have to work a job, play baseball, or is there no time for another job? And um, I, I feel like you do you uh, do you make enough money playing minor league ball to live and have a good time, or is it like paycheck to paycheck and you're traveling all the time? Um, it's a little bit paycheck to paycheck. Obviously, you're not making five grand a month, right? You're making an okay amount of money a month. And uh, like, but you're not worried about money. I would say I was never worried about money, even with my like paycheck. Obviously, every human being wants to make more money. And and that was like the conversation all the time in the bullpen was, man, we're getting paid like nothing per hour. You know, (laughs) that was like the ultimate conversation, like that type of talk. But obviously paid for um as far as like do you get food do you get like if you, do you guys fly or do you guys drive and like is everything on that side paid for or do you have to pay for your own stuff um so when you travel to spring training and then when you leave spring training you have to pay for it but then you get reimbursed which is great so technically you're not you are paying for it in the moment but they're yeah. but they're reimbursing you so you're not really paying for it um and then when you're at the complex two of your meals are taken care of every day and then when you're and low A, high A, double A, triple A. Well, actually, I wouldn't even. I don't even know. Like, I I never made it out of the complex league. I just didn't throw enough strikes. Um, but from what I was like heard from guys that were can't that were hurt that came to the complex league and then went back out. Um, they were at least one meal a day. Um, probably two. I would assume it depends on where you're at. 
you know, if you're like a nicer place and you have like some prospects on your team, you're probably going to get fed a little better. That's just how it works. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it sounds so messed up, but yeah, yeah. That, that's it. But personally, man, like I don't even care. Like it could be like, I, I just want to play. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, like it, obviously the bigs where the money is like, I'm not, if, if they paid us enough money, to be satisfied where we were at, nobody would want to make it to the big. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've always, like, I guess that never really thought about it that way because yeah. it's and that's a heinous term. Like I say that, and obviously that's like, uh, like people don't like that opinion, but that's my personal opinion. Like, yes, I I would love money to be able to live, but I want to make it to the major leagues. Like, there's not really much of a infamous about being a minor league guy you know there's no, that, that makes, that makes sense league. and i yeah. wonder like why why the major league is such a big organization why are they not paying minor league players more money yeah it's kind of like what you said like if everyone was making you know a million dollars or five hundred thousand dollars a year to play minor league ball then you guys would be like i'm chilling like yeah. i don't need to make it to the pros because i'm making so much money right so, and then, then baseball would not be as good yeah, and I know it's Dang, not all about I, money. I yeah, know wow, I never looked at it that way. Yeah, I know it's not all about money, which some of these major leaguers, I'm sure it is about money, but I know it's, it's – a big motivator. Yeah, I know a lot of it, though, is obviously you want to get to that top level and yeah. you want to be – you want to play. Um, yeah, my motivator is to be the best in the world. Like, yeah. when you're in the major leagues, you're in the best in the world at something. Even in the minors, you're probably near the best in the world, but there's somebody yeah. better than you. When you're in the oh. bigs, there's no one better than you. Like, you yeah. are the option. That's why they're paying you that much money and i want to be that guy like, so so when i'm going to say when you get to the bigs because you'll make it um yeah it's an it's a win not if it's a win exactly, exactly. so when you, make, when you get to the bigs who is one guy you want to face like if you were if like you know there's a guy up to bat who's the one guy you want to be like i'm going to strike you out and i'm going to feel like i just struck out the best you're going to be like a ball after you're yeah. be like i need that ball yeah, yeah give me shake it shake it i need that real quick yeah oh absolutely um uh obviously mike trout like that's exactly best player in the world like mike trout or um right now aaron judge like oh, that's a big dude like that's get what in the box. i said we yeah, talked about I'm, it a couple, yeah we talked about it a while back when we first started and i was like if there's one guy we wanted to face who would it be and i said judge yeah yeah i mean i'm a power pitcher like i'm gonna shove a fastball right where the hitter wants it and he's so just you'll, gonna have to do you'll strike it. you'll strike him out or he'll hit a 500 foot bomb because you throw it so hard <laughs> either, either way it's a win-win you know yeah. i can tell my kids i sat him down or judge hit the furthest ball of baseball history off of me either one like, <laughs> hey, I be, your name's I on the on there that. somewhere yeah yeah <laughs> i wouldn't be mad at that at all um so what do you think what do you think of the new rules um yeah. As far as like pitch clock and infield, and I'm assuming that's what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah definitely. Okay. Um, I I like the pitching one. Um, just because um, it's something that can give me an advantage. As far as since I'm actually a two way guy, um, I like to take my time in the box. So think, real quick, yeah, real quick, ahead, because um, Max Clark and we kind of had our opinions on it. We were thinking, and since you're actually a pitcher, you can tell yeah. us. Yeah. Doesn't that put more strain on your arm? Yeah, it does for rest. Yeah, and so I've been training that this off season, um, taking less than uh, ten seconds in between throws just to develop. Like if you're not ready, oh, yeah. If you're not a conditioned arm, 
there are guys that need that 30 seconds in between pitches, and that will be very difficult for them. It's been difficult for me in the beginning. I'm starting to get better at it. I threw a 30-pitch bullpen yesterday, and by, like, pitch 25, I started to feel it because of the 10-second like mm-hmm. in, in between even less than that it was like rapid fire like boom 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 but it's, in my mind I just feel like it's such an advantage for me because I know there's more like at least half of those hitters are uncomfortable with the time change yeah at least half it's hard Man. enough to hit already now I'll try oh, and yeah. hit 95 where it's, it's quicker just, it's yeah. just weird to me because like it's weird to I think it's just because it's like the first year and it's throwing me off but like I was watching a game the other day, I forgot who it was, and um, it was Juan Soto up to bat, and he the yeah. umpire was like time, 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 and he was like it's a strike, and then the next pitch struck him out, and I was like that's yeah. just weird though. It ruined like, the at bat, right? He yeah. he already did his time first pitch, I like, can't do it again, I guess, and then yeah. Yeah. He took his time to get into the box and get ready, and it was a strike, and I was like that's just weird, and then something that I realized too, because I didn't really pay attention to the rules, but I'm learning as I'm watching. I guess you can only pick off twice to yep. one bat to one runner. After that, you can't. That's such an advantage to the runner. Yeah. Because I 100%. saw the pitcher. There was a game pitcher picked off safe. Pitcher picked off safe. Next pitch, he ran because he can't pick off anymore. He can't pick off. Yep. And so, you can all, and the bases are three inches bigger too. So like, yeah. My yeah. thing is, my thing is after two pickoffs, like every runner is going to steal. Because he was oh. only too, so what? I was going to say, that. I mean, I guess they're going to be practicing more pickoffs. I mean, like, you got to have your best stuff. Yeah, Usually but... when a pitcher picks off, it's like, it's their lazy move. It's get back. So now it's like making it more competitive. That's what I yeah. think. Yeah, yeah, but I think. Am I, am I right? I get the that, way... too. Yeah, I, just think, I just think, like, as a lefty, you know, you have your good move. You pick off, he's safe. Takes a big lead again. You're like, okay, I'll get him this time. He's safe. Well, now you're screwed. Like at that point, now you're like, take the base because I yeah. can't pick off. The only thing I can do is pitch out and hopefully we get you. Here's here's the way you combat that. The only possible way that you can combat the big move is being less than 1.2 seconds to the plate. If okay. you're like quick to the plate, they will not run. So but if you're like a 1 1 or a 1 0, they're not going to run. So like, let me ask you this if you, if you're here, and you've already done your move, and you already done your two moves. And he starts yes. to steal. Can you step off and throw? Yes, you can pick off. But if you're not, but if you don't get him out, he saved a second. Gotcha. He gets. Okay. He automatically gets the base. Okay. So if you, you pick off a third time, off, don't get him out. You could still. Oh, so you could do a third move. Yes. But if he's not out on that move, then he takes. Okay. Okay. It's, so it's risky on both ends. Okay. Like, I didn't know that. So, I didn't know yeah. that. So yeah, okay, yeah. never mind. It's not as bad as I thought. I was like, yeah. well, then if he can't, if he can't, that'd be insane. A... If you picked over twice and you can't go over, you're like, okay. well, I guess it's just gonna be a battle that's... between you and the catcher. <laughs> that's Catcher's gonna I... be calling fastball up. Just give me a high fastball. I'm a try. Okay, shooter, okay. You know? <laughs> this, 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 I like it better now. I thought it was. I thought it was two moves. You can't, but I guess you're. That sounds better because now you're. We're all uh, learning here. We're all learning every day. On that third move, <laughs> on that third move, you kind of gotta know, like I'm gonna get him. Yeah, yeah, okay. and then the, like and then the, like the, the, the runner could fake it, and then obviously make it back, and then, <laughs> and then he gets the base, and he and you know he's just throwing up deuces as he's walking to second base. You know. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that's that's actually kind of cool. I like that. It makes it more of a like you were saying, more competitive and kind of risky. Yeah. Um, so. When so now 
you're playing in an independent league. You said the Pioneer yeah. League, right? Yes, sir. What's that yeah. like compared to the minor leagues? Where I was? Yeah. It's it's insane. Are like, these guys are these guys that you're playing with now professional? Like Oh yeah. Like it's a professional league, yeah. Our league is like, considered like high A double A. Like would some players. okay, so some of these guys would make it to like the double A triple O. Yeah. Usually when you sign out of this league, they instantly send you to high A. Damn. They, you skip you skip complex, low A, you go to high A. Most guys get recruited out of this league. Um, one, because they have a prospect and they'd be like, we can probably use this guy. Yeah. Or like a guy gets hurt in the high A and they need to sign a guy real quick so to are take you, his position up. Are you in a contract with the team? Yeah. So I signed a contract with them, let's see, in November. Of last year, I signed early. I was the first guy. I was. Uh, are you was are you like, allowed to? If some team called you and was like, "Hey, we need you to move to here," are you allowed to leave, or are you can't? Yeah, but that team has to pay my team five grand. Gotcha. Okay. That, so that's wow. how it works. So, so yeah, see, I'm so, that, so much. I love this. I love. Yeah, this. yeah, um, yeah. So in the there's five leagues: the Pecos League. Uh, what was it? The other league I was in: the Pioneer League, the American League, and the Pacific League. The Atlantic League. There's five five independent leagues. The Pecos League is not affiliated with the minor major leagues whatsoever. They're not affiliated at all. So um, they're kind of like a resume builder. They're not really going to pay you that much. You're just going to go out there and play. So you can get recruited by the other four, and then you play for those four and get picked up by by an affiliated team. But So at every level you go up, it starts off with the – what was the league name? I'm. I. Why am I lost for words right now? Dad, come it. <laughs> um. Is that, they had the Lakery Crushers. The it's not the Pioneer League. The Pioneer League's not. Is it the Atlantic League? It no. The Atlantic League is uh the league before American. Okay. They have like tiers, I guess. For As I've been told, obviously I've only been in this for a year and a half, so I'm like learning <laughs> like that too. But anyway, so in the first league, uh, it costs I think like two or three grand, or maybe five grand. Maybe it's the same as us. To, to recruit a player. So when they when a team signs you, they're going to give you the 20K. The team might even take out the 5K they're paying you and pay the team that you're going to uh, playing with. So you only get a 15K signing bonus. And then ta- after taxes, usually it's around like six or seven grand, somewhere around that they take out. But then you get that back in tax return next year, so it doesn't really matter. Okay. Um, but then, uh, and then, so our league, five grand. And then the American League, it's 10 grand to take you out. And then in the American association, I think it's either 10 or 15. Like, but if you're in the American or the Atlantic, usually you have triple a or big league experience. Like, and they're pretty crazy. Like I have so much to tell you about them too. I can just go like on a tangent, like on the two leagues that they, uh, uh, pioneer in the other league, obviously, um, you can only be in that league for two to three years. If you have more than two or three years of professional experience, you can't play in that league. Yeah, so it's for like younger guys that need to don't want to make it to affiliated, and then American and Atlantic. There's no limit. You can have as much professional experience as possible. So, nice. so let me ask you this, um, because I, I like to know all this stuff. Um, yeah, yeah. When it comes to you playing in the Pioneer League, what's my, do you get? Are you getting paid? Yeah, we're getting paid. We get paid. We get paid pretty good. Um, okay. a, a little bit less than uh when I was win in rookie ball at the Reds. Um, but 
they they make it livable like for us like that's good and, and it's crazy the pay is actually different per team okay and, yeah yeah I've it's kind of wild about, i've heard about like, that the better your team is as i've been as i've kind of like seen around the league um obviously players don't like to talk about with each other how much they get paid but like if you play for a team that sucks you get paid a lot <laughs> you get paid a lot you get paid more yeah. Really? Yeah, because players don't want to play for you if your team loses. Because how are you supposed to get recruited if someone wants to come watch you play and your team is, you know, I think we play over 100-plus games. If you lose 50 of your games, who's going to want to come recruit you, right? Interesting. They, pay like, you, they entice you to come play for them by paying you more. I like how you said that because when you said it depends on what team, we were both thinking – Obviously, yeah. if you're on the best team, you're making good money. But no, yeah. the opposite. Yeah, oh, and then wow. if you play, play the best teams, you get paid like the minimum because they're like, I don't have to pay you that much. You want to come play for us, like so, so we're gonna pay you what we what you need to live and no more. So when you you're on the pioneer, you move. Do you? How do I? So and it's still the, good money though. It's still good money. So in the independent league, yeah, at where you're at now, yeah. And hear me out real quick. What's your what's your goal? Is it to move up to the top uh, top independent league, or could you get drafted out of the Pioneer League right now? Yeah, you can get you can get so as if once you become professional, you can no longer be drafted. You can only be free agent signed. That's it. Okay. And then you can sign a you can sign a minor league deal or a major league deal. Um, but uh, I'm trying to get signed i'm yeah. not trying to be an all-time pioneer leaguer you know i'm not trying to be in the pioneer league for eight years but you know? if, you did, <laughs> if you did stay in the independent league and yeah could you work your way up to the top league absolutely that's yeah that's what a lot of players do so they don't so, get picked up and they're really good the team's kind of like they just kind of like work their way up so to the, at the that league. point at that point are they making is it obviously not mlb money but is it yeah. like good money um or is it still not crazy i'm not sure on that one i know that there are guys that are making like 30 grand a month playing for like playing for the other teams but they have big league experience yeah Mm. like they've already they've already made it to the big so are these guys are these guys that are playing that high end league are they retired players are they people that played for 10 years you know and they're 30 years old and playing or is it guys that played for two years only and then something happened and now they're playing here Talking about in the in the Pioneer League or the league I'm in or yeah, like or the, the, league like the American also, and Atlantic yeah, and like the top two. Like, are those people that are retired and want to keep playing? Are they people that you know? Oh, I'm 28 years old and I played for nine years and now I want to play here. Or is it people that just weren't good enough for the MLB after a year or two? And Jordan's 30. He's wondering if he still has yeah, a shot. Not, That's hey, what not, hey, Jordan. I mean, hey, everybody's <laughs> got a shot, baby. I'm not 30. I'm, tw- I'm 26. <laughs> I think you're he's 5'2 right? and he's 30. Yeah, I'm 25, yeah. Yeah, so I'm 26. Um, I'm too old to even look into doing something like that, which I wish I looked into it when I was like 20 because that's something I would have loved to do. But yeah, um, I just like, I, yeah, like he said, I'm 26 years old. I can't do it, but I want to know about it. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm 30. Yeah. I've like, always wondered <laughs> how that works. Isaiah, you're so funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, the, the two leagues, majority of the people that are there do not qualify for the other leagues. That's why they're there. That's the reason why they're playing in those leagues. They do not qualify to play in the lower independent leagues because they have more experience. It's not about age. Well, it used to be age. Actually, it might be. I know, but what I'm asking is, like, why are they not in the MLB anymore? 
because there's only 750 spots in the bigs. Mm. So they just and, weren't – they just didn't make the cut. Yeah, there's somebody below them that they paid $1.8 million. That's the gotcha. next prospect and didn't plan up well enough to keep your keep your role. Like, gotcha. So it's kind of like those people that are on the verge and someone – I believe. I mean, so now you're going. You're off. Obviously, I'm not there. I'm not in that situation. That's all based on my own personal out. I'm my, I got you. my reference of you from outside of their bubble. You I know, got, I'm not in that I bubble. You. I I don't want to <laughs> be in the American Association or the Atlantic League like forever. So I have to be there one day, maybe, to make it to my dream. But that's all I. That's all. So I with see. the Pioneer League, where you guys play? We play all on the West Coast. So I guess West Coast. We all play like. We play in Montana. We play in Idaho. Uh, we play in mm, Missoula. We play uh, Colorado. A bunch of places. It's all. It's all. As the Pioneer League was the rookie ball team for a bunch of fifteen different affiliated organizations. Maybe it was twelve. I don't remember somewhere around there. When COVID came, it killed. They all cut that rookie ball league and then that league became its own affiliated team its own non-affiliated league if that makes any sense so how many how many people are at these games oh crap ton man so it's I was, like a, I was at the complex league with like eight people and you got guys throwing a hundred just like the best like i've ever played against and now i'm at a place where we average three thousand fans a game and it's loud and it's I'm like sweet. Isaiah, insane. we gotta go to one of these games bro oh yeah definitely yeah yeah, you, independent you league games are, are pretty good, especially, specifically the Pioneer League, especially our team. Like, our dude, team draws so many people. Dude, we'd that. love to come to a game of yours. Um, you should. You should. And you have my number, so text me. I'll get you I guys was, tickets. I was going to say, <laughs> hey, dude, my boy. There's something that you could do. Like, have um, Has so anyone we, tried to, to get a ball signed for me? Like, have you signed any baseballs? Yeah, I love signing baseballs, man. I'll what's sign, what's one of the coolest experiences – like, what's like, what's a fan that you'll like remember? Like, what's the weirdest thing you've signed? If you can go into details on it, like, I just want to know. Yeah, oh, yeah. I signed an iPhone once. An iPhone? Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was like, she handed me her phone and she took the case off and oh. gave me her phone. And I was like, you don't want me to sign the case? And she was like, no, I want you to sign the phone. And I was like, <laughs> okay, all right, so, whatever. So is that not like the best feeling? <laughs> it's amazing. I just think it's a great way for us to be able to give back to our fans. Obviously yeah. we gave back in entertainment, but you know, people are there, like they pay money to come see us play. Mm-hmm. Like I need to take the time to be able to talk to them. And it'd be like a person watching a movie and meeting an actor. Yeah. Like that's exactly yeah, what it is. Sure. Like, I'm not going to be the hardcore guy. That's like, yeah, no, I'm not going to talk to you. Like, sorry. Like, so... I'm not, I'm not <laughs> and do you have like, do you have your own baseball card? Uh, I do actually. Uh, you do? It's somewhere. I had a fan make it for me. Oh, that's sick. <laughs> yeah, the fan made they bought like the customizable tops card. Like they made like a hundred of them and gave me a couple. Oh, that's so I wasn't I wasn't a, a prospect enough yet to have tops make a card of me, but one day, you know, maybe. Oh yeah. Maybe. Oh, yeah. you'll get it. You'll get it, man. Come on. Before, yeah. before, <laughs> you'll get it. Before we start wrapping this up. Yeah. Do you I've always wondered if baseballs. Yeah, are, yeah. Are they different in the major leagues than they are anywhere else? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. We uh we actually tested this. So I bought some I bought twelve 
Major League Baseballs for 150 bucks. Yeah. Crazy. How much? 150 bucks. For for how many balls? For 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 12? For a dozen. Yeah. That's insane. insane. Do you know how much money? I know they probably get it at discount or whatever, but like how many how much money those teams go through in baseball as a game? Yeah, our league, the Pioneer League, was a Rawlings baseball league, and they decided to go with a different baseball, and our team saved, I think, over a million dollars that year. <laughs> Dude, don't they go through, like, over 100 balls a game or something? In Major I, think like, I think we go through, like, 100,000 baseballs a year or something like that. So, some insane number. But anyway, um, yeah, so I, I got the Major League balls. I grabbed our minor league balls, and then I grabbed a high school ball, and I hit, and so I hit them off the tee. And um, on average, how much harder do you think from a minor league baseball to a major league baseball? How, how hard do you think the velo was? I have this oh, written. Are down. you talking about like your exit velo? Exit velo. Oh man, I would say like. Uh, I think it'd be higher league. for high school. No, no, no. Higher for high school? Nope. Higher no? for major leagues for sure. Major leagues, hundred percent. I feel like so I saw this literally. I saw it yesterday. Actually, Trevor Bauer posted something about him getting ready to go to the Japan League. Yeah, and he was looking at baseballs, the difference. Yeah, and I guess the way a, a major league baseball is, yeah, made inside, it's all tight and stuff, so it's supposed to launch off the bat farther. Yep. Yep. Uh-huh. And Which I bought, crazy. I bought the year where the baseballs were different. <laughs> or, I'm different. pretty sure. Juice. I'm pretty sure I bought the year where the baseballs were. Di- yeah, yeah. Juice. I caught one from, <laughs> I caught, Jock Peterson threw me one. Um, no way. I went to a Braves game and. I was feeling it, and like the seams are different. Yeah, and it just feels better. It's unreal. It was seven miles per hour. Really? Seven. That's yeah. crazy. And like I hit a ball. Obviously, it's it had a little bit of unknowing, like how hard, how well did I actually hit it, like all that stuff. But it was seven miles an hour on average. The difference so between the ball playing, playing left field, you hit any, you hit any nukes? Oh yeah. Yeah. That's my job. That's awesome. Don't strike out very much. You hit a bunch of tanks. So that's awesome. That's awesome. The record in our league is thirty-two, and I want to hit thirty-three. That's what the wifey told me. She was like, "Hey, this is your year. Oh, if someone doesn't playing... pick you up, you better be hitting thirty-three. Let's are you go. playing left field for your team? I'll be playing wherever Skip needs me. <laughs> Love field, it, dude. Field, right field, first yeah, base, pitcher. I'll be playing. He's going play, to play right field, and then he's going to go shove it. So yeah, I right. guess. I guess. <laughs> I know two way because of Shohei. I feel like two two ways become more of a thing now. But yeah, um, is that what you're doing? Is like you'll play anywhere, but then if he needs you to pitch, you pitch, or is it like you're one of those pitchers that strictly pitches, or are you kind of just two way? Um, last year I was strictly pitch, and then they're telling the they were like, "Hey, Damien can hit," and they were like, "Coach was like, no, no, he can't hit." And they're like, no, <laughs> give, "Give him a bat real quick," and I came in and was launching. Obviously, it was like a home run derby swing because I needed to show him I could. I had juice. Yeah. And from then on, we can because of my power at the plate, um, he's giving me more opportunity to play. And so yeah, this coming true. up year will be my first year ever being a two way for real professionally. So that's we'll crazy. Kind of that well, goes. you're a lefty, so you got that yeah. that beautiful swing. I've always been envious of with lefties. <laughs> yeah, and and, uh, and right field. He tried to learn how to switch hit last year, and yeah. I, he gave up. All of a sudden, just tried to I didn't. I didn't hit. give up on it. It's still. It's still in the process. It's, it's so hard. It's hard, dude. It is hard. Yeah, I. It's. I tried to switch hitting when I was young too, and I couldn't do it. Yeah, I couldn't do it. It was just. 
I couldn't see the ball right when I was righty. It was just this pebble that came flying in. And then the lefty, I, I'm swinging lefty, I can actually, like, see, like, the spin. I can see, like, the dot on a slider. Or I can see, like, the white bar that's on the inside if it's a two-seam, if it's going to go out, like, all right. kinds of, like, awesome. hitting stuff. But, yeah, crazy. Dude, this <laughs> honestly was, like, one of my favorite pods. Yeah? This was, this was, this was Dude, sick, I bro. Feel like, I feel like we... I, I've learned a lot, but you're you're also just easy to talk to. That was, that was fun. I appreciate it. I, I definitely love, I'm a very social guy. And you know, I'm, I just love to, you know, hang out with my boys, you know, well, we, you guys yeah. are not my boys. So we would love gonna... to, uh, we'd love to come see you play. We would also love to have you back on. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Um, Sounds good to me. I don't know. Maybe a couple months. We'll, um, we'll see, but when does your season start? Uh, spring training is May 15th. And then our first game is May 22nd. And then uh, we have an off day every Monday. My birthday is and... May 15th. May fifteenth. Oh man, good for so, you. Do you ever do you ever come <laughs> out this way? Like, do we ever come out y'all's way? No, you'll never come out that way. What about California? Uh, no, we don't come out of California either. Isaiah, we're gonna have to both fly out to some some place that you'll be at. You I said you play so. in Montana. Yeah, we play in Montana, Billings, Montana, and then we play in uh, Missoula. My wife always, she's always wanted to go to Montana. We made oh, we it's beautiful make, there. It's beautiful. Yeah. We may have to make a trip out there to go watch you play. Sounds good to me. If, Man, it looks like I'm out to go to Montana now. Yeah, so I guess so, Isaiah. You're you, just gonna have to hop on a PJ real quick and come on uh, out, dude. I I'm about to fly Spirit, bro. I ain't got money like that yet, you know. <laughs> um, when you. So would you do something like that? Are you there for a couple of days? Are you there for just a day? How does that We're work? There for six days or or 12 days. So is there is there any way if we come out there you could chill with us for like a dinner or something after a game before a game? Yeah, like, yeah, like absolutely. That? Yeah. Okay, totally, absolutely. I'm if you guys come out, you know, I'm totally there for you. Obviously. Okay, cool. I just don't know how oh, that boy. Works. You're like you have yeah, to be with the team the whole time if you have free time. This ain't college ball. I got my <laughs> old life off the field, you know. It's ain't like I'm in college you're like you got to be with the team, you got to be like yeah, you know, okay. I got a life, bro. Yeah, so I'm married like Let's go. <laughs> so with that being said, yeah, yo, we'll, he's like you want to throw a rager? Let's throw a rager. Dude, like, I'll still shove the next day. Yeah, right. Exactly. We'll, we'll come out. We'll come out for sure. We'll come out for sure and watch you play. Um, sure. And we'd love to just hang out with you as well. Um, sure. By then, too, since it'll be in, like, the actual season, maybe we can record a pod in person. Sure. That'd be fun. I'm down for that all day. Yeah. Sweet. Dude, this was fun. Yeah. This was so much fun. Dude. Same here. This is my... This is my second time, like, talking, I guess, like, on like, a hot-ish <laughs> cast. We did one for the Raptors. They just interviewed me um, with our uh, our owner, um, mm-hmm. Bags. He interviewed me, and we just had to talk about the upcoming season. And I I, I, I kind of enjoy talking to people over this. It's kind of interesting. Know if you've ever, I don't know if you've ever done something like this, but I would love to do, like, a, like a day in the life. Sure, yeah. Um, I did that with uh, in college with Bombat. I okay. swung their bat in college. So maybe we <laughs> and, can come um, out watch you play the day before or the day or you know, whatever we could day of life kind of follow you around a little bit um sure. it'll be more of like a vlog style thing yeah but at the same time talk but that'd be fun for viewers to see and absolutely you know uh, not very many people get to see the independent life exactly like, yeah and honestly like it's good like a lot of people are obviously i'm not here for i don't want to be here like forever so like, because forever. you're in a, are we like if 
if we, I don't know about the clubhouse, but if we wanted to kind of follow you around, are you able to be like, hey, they're with me, we can follow you around? Are we able to do that, or is there restrictions on that? Um, I'm not sure. Like- I can talk to, I obviously <laughs> talk to people. Like, yeah. here's the thing, I can always be like, hey, this is going to help the team. Like, obviously, yeah. if you want to spread awareness. Well, I, can, I went to school for video editing, video production, yeah. all that stuff. I can make that, you know, I can make it into something more team oriented, I guess. Like, yeah. Obviously, follow you around, but get some of your players, get some cool shots of other things of the team, and put that yeah. in there so it is for the team. What will um, make it easier is if when I'm balling, they'll they'll if I'm not doing very good, they'll be like, really, like, <laughs> like follow you around and film you, like what? Yeah, no, I if I'm that, balling, I, it makes it, it makes things more negotiable. Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> As you no, say, they'll, they'll go out there and kill it this year. Um, thanks. Um, but no, I have your number. We'll. Sure. Stay in touch. I got your name. I gotta get your number two, Isaiah. You gotta, you gotta, gotta get your number two. Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll give it to you after this right now. Right, yeah. Right. Um, and then we'll stay in touch. We'll let me know when your season starts. Let me know when you're gonna be in Montana or even Colorado's dope. I know my wife wants to go to Colorado too. Um, yeah. And Grand Junction. We'll make a way out there. I do have. How far away is that from like Denver area? Uh, I couldn't tell you to be honest. Okay. My aunt, one of my aunts, <laughs> out there, so I could probably stay there for free for a couple nights. Um, well, that'd be nice. But for you, dude, this was fun. I appreciate you coming on here. Oh, thank you guys for the opportunity. I really appreciate it. Of course, I feel like there's so much still more to talk about, but we would be on here for four hours. So yeah, <laughs> um, I got a lot for you. I got I got tons of info uh, and good info. Hopefully, it's not sensitive or somebody. You know, tells me I'm no longer playing baseball anymore because everything's <laughs> ultimate secret. You know, <laughs> but, but um, <laughs> no, nah, man, I appreciate you. We'll uh, we'll link up again and we'll come out and watch you play. And uh, Isaiah, end the pod, bro. Thank you guys so much for listening. This man, Damien, is a beast. He's gonna do great things. I just know it. Thank you so much for listening. Take care. We love you guys. Peace.